This is a Props.com production. The Bostonian is Matt Perrault. This is our f- city. The book is Dave Sherapan. Pay him. Pay that man his money. Together, they are the Bostonian versus the book. You covered! You covered 12! I covered! Follow the show on Twitter at Boston versus the book. How do you like them, Matt? Bringing you the best insight on sports betting news, Matt and Dave's daily picks, and an entertaining and unfiltered dive into the sports betting industry. Here's Dave Sherapan and Matt Peralt. And here we go. Welcome into the Bostonian versus the book. He is Dave Sherapin. I am Matt Peralt, the book in the Bostonian on NFL schedule release day on a Thursday. Props YouTube, Twitter at Sports Talk Matt at Sports BK Consig with an announcement coming. Well, in the next minute or two. Oh, good morning. Good, good morning. Good afternoon, Dave. How are you're you? You're opening the show with it. Oh, yeah. Out of the oh, gate. My. Oh my, I thought we the brigade's were gonna the like this thing about today, but this is even better. Listen, the brigade is, is is standing ready to go at attention. Now it's like a race to see who can get in there first to say good morning <laughs> or good afternoon to everybody. I mean, the boys are all here. Uh everybody's a little bit curious about how you're feeling about the Celtics game. I'm just saying. I thought we were gonna get that I out of the way you. first. No, we'll get to it in the show. I told you already. I told you what was going to happen. It's bad news. Bad news everywhere. But before we get to the games and the bets and the plays. Tell the people. Coming on Monday. Monday night. Yes. This program is going to have its first non-props owned and operated platform. We've been working on this for a couple of weeks now. and. As you guys know, we have gotten pretty close with the Pat McAfee show. Dave's on hammer down a lot. Pat has been great to us. His people, Gump and company, they've been great. They'll start making appearances on the show from time to time, hopping on. We're kind of up against each other live a little bit. We overlap a little bit, so it's a little difficult for us to kind of go back and forth on shows. But Sports Grid recognized that. And starting on Monday night at 11 p.m., Pacific time. Okay. Make it easier. You guys, so you don't get confused because it's the overnight. When is it? Tuesday, Monday, 11 PM Pacific time across sports grid TV channels. You will be able to watch the Bostonian versus the book in its entirety, two hours on sports grid related platforms. Cool They're on Sam. It's, it's, it's awesome. We want to thank Mike, Mark, Mike Cardano and the great folks at sports grid for this opportunity to come in. It's been a five month run for us. And in, in five months, we ha- we already have a nationally syndicated television network coming to us and say, look guys, we want the show. Let's put it on. Let's put it up there. If you're looking at the schedules for next week, if you're a Roku, if you're Samsung smart TV, if you've got scheduling, you can look at it. You will see when we're on in your time zone. But essentially, we follow the Pat McAfee show, show. So Pat, his show will replay on Sports Grid TV. And then our show will come in immediately following every single morning. We could not be more excited for this opportunity. And I think for you guys who work the graveyard shift, for you guys who tend to re-listen to the show or watch it after the fact, 
this will be perfect for you guys if you work late, if you're up late, you know, if 11 o'clock on the Pacific time, it's not that late, right? I mean, you and I are up until one every day anyway. I know. I know. This is so really, this is you. I, I mean, this is to thank you. Your involvement with Sports Grid. I mean, you've been working for them how long now? Four years, three years? A year. A year? It's only been a year. <laughs> what? It's, it's, are you serious? 16, uh, yeah, March 2021. Wow. Yeah. So we're doing we're doing things, man. I mean, we're we're moving, we're shaking. The discussion came up. I mean, you know, I said, hell yeah, let's make this work. I've been itching to talk about it and tell somebody we had to get the T's crossed and the I's dotted and everything worked out. Best part about it is they said just do the show. Like right. you know, that we, we can just do the show. They just want the show on. After Pat McAfee and the boys, like it's it's a uh, it's very exciting. You know, we got the brigade to thank as well, and all the involvement with the audience and the things. You know, you guys helping us get better, firing off stuff in the chat to keep it going and make the show keep moving. I mean, Pat always says, "Keep it moving." I've adopted that and say it all the time. It's awesome, man. I'm, I mean. If you'd have told us this five months ago, we were just trying to get to show 100. <laughs> and right. now, now we're going to be on TV and, and people are going to be falling asleep to us or waking up to us or driving in a morning commute. It's crazy, man. It's awesome. More hats. Stevie Mac says more hats. More, yes, hats. more hats. It's funny because I got this DM from Layton, who is in Australia. And he was one of the guys who was upset about the fact that I had called out a different Aussie listener. He calls himself the OG Aussie. He says, P.S. Your show should be on Sports Grid TV. Right. I love your program. I love the insight. Cheers, mate. Have a great day. Well, Layton, you got your wish. You were sort of prophetic on that and making a, a prophecy that this would actually come true for us to have this program be now on television aside from being on here on Props' YouTube channel and on the Twitter content, on the the Twitter spaces or Twitter, whatever I call it, platform for at Boston versus the book and at Sports Talk Matt. So it is is just the beginning of what we have in store. So just so you guys know, I mean, this is, I love this show. It's incredible, but it's not the only thing I do for the company. So I have people reaching out to me I have two ongoing conversations right now about other platforms. So you might be like, man, that's really late. That's two o'clock in the morning, Eastern time. Hold on. Okay. Just <laughs> hold on. There's a lot of shit going down. Like there is a lot of momentum going on for this show in the month of May. No, it's 10, 12 AM. First one. <laughs> for next yes we have to edit out we can still curse but we have to write down mark we have to we have to baby that's it we have to write down when when we curse to tell the editors for sports grid hey you guys Layton, can swear just be careful Layton predicted that we would be on sports grid or asked and it came true can we ask Layton for his preakness picks now can Ooh. we get this out of the way? Can we start asking people because people are asking me for the preakness picks and I don't have them. I don't even You're know who's running. You're the Please. horse guy now. I'm not a horse, horse guy. guy. On top of everything else, hat guy, horse guy, nobody knows shit guy. 1013. <laughs> yeah, mark, mark that. Yeah, got it. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. 
SoCal DJ and hit that like button for the YouTube algorithm. I agree with that. Yeah. I don't bet that I'll take a nap and I'll be there at 2 (laughs) a.m. There you go. So yes, it is overnight. So like you may go like, man, that's literally the overnight. It's middle of the night. Yes, it is the middle of the overnight, but you have to understand something, you know, there's a Dave Portnoy, not to rip off Barstool, but he talked he talk about thing about brick by brick, right? And it really is a, a, a very interesting way of thinking about building something. And every time you do a show, you're laying a brick, you're laying the foundation, but you add to a different platform. So Twitter, YouTube, live, now replay on national TV. There will be just my background's radio, okay? So radio is sniffing around on us, figuring out, all right, well, Matt's a 20-year radio guy, so maybe it makes sense to go on radio. That's possible. Other platforms, everyone's after content, okay? Right now, this iGaming conference in New York going on right now, people are talking, people are wondering, people are going, all right, what's going on? What is this show? What am I hearing about? Why am I seeing hats? Why am I hearing on this internet? Why am I watching Dave cashing a 50 cent bet for 7K? Like what's going on? So this momentum is really fun and it's sort of a ride. I call it fueling the rocket ship. We're getting to September 1st and then let's see where we go because that's going to be the really fun. This football season is going to be extremely entertaining for all of us. And we can't wait to have you guys be along with us for the ride. So to the brigade, thank you guys because Dave and I talking to ourselves wouldn't be fun. <laughs> and you, right. guys have to, you guys have to be here <laughs> listening and consuming this shit. If you're not, then no one's paying attention and then nobody's actually coming in and being a part of the show for us. So it's very important. You guys are the ones who are the engine, the fuel, the blood, the heart, everything in the program. So uh, it's just a really cool day. Yep. So thank you. And yep. so 2 a.m. Eastern time, but 11 p.m. Pacific time on the West Coast. The first ever replay this coming Monday for BVB on SG. She'll wear a black tank top like Pat or no? <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> no, I'm not going to. <laughs> but there could be, we should, I, I do want to lean into the lunacy though. I mean, I, 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 now that we're, we're going to be sort of a visual, we need, because that damn hat you wore at the Derby was so popular. We need to find more crazy hats for you. I know, working on it. People, I mean, they don't wear hats really for freakness. We're going to have to do something about that. But yeah, no, this is part of the, it's all part of the show. I mean, the, the BVB hats are, are are literally, every time I wear it out in town, someone asks me, where can I get yeah. one of those? Or, you know, we talked about that yesterday yeah. on the show. I mean, things are happening and we're learning <laughs> there's steps to doing things. We want to do everything a little bit faster than maybe. And we want to tell everybody and we got people telling us just do the show. We're working on it. So we're learning as we go too. And, you know, at least we got the people behind us. It's, it's, it's been just awesome. And I can't wait to see, I mean, September yeah. 1st, you talked about the schedule release and what's going on. That opening weekend, we're going to find out if it's Patriots Raiders. I mean, I'm going to have to tell everybody now, listen, when that week comes, don't talk to me. We got stuff to do. (laughs) So SoCal DJ says that means it plays after all the games have ended, though. Yes, that is true. But part of the appeal of this show and part of the things that we are hearing from a lot of people is that and look, picks matter, plays matter, breaking the games down matter. But a lot of people are listening to the show the next day after they already know the outcome of the games to see how accurate we were by breaking down the game. So there is a benefit. And we talk about 
a lot of things that are just not hardcore sports related with the game. We talk about stories that are, I don't want to say evergreen, but somewhat are That's conversational, right? Yeah. Everyone's using that always, word evergreen. Yeah. It's not always evergreen, but, but oh. there are some things, there are some things that we get into that are sports talk related that we go through that it's still entertaining and interesting to hear us break it down and talk about it. So yes, the picks, you won't be betting off of our information on the sports good replay. I get that. But right. we talk about futures. We talk about plays you can make. We do the ask the book segment, which is making you guys better gamblers. All those things that we do, that's what made it attractive. It's the same thing with the Pat McAfee show. Pat's plays and, and, and they're talking about games and bets and whatnot. So we'll do more guests. We'll, we'll start bringing in bigger guests. We'll start bringing in big, bigger people. Mm-hmm. And the response from people in the community, in the gaming world, in the betting world that we have talked to just quickly about like, hey, by the way, we're adding this platform. It's, oh, because this means somebody outside your ecosystem believes in the show. Right. So that that's a that's a that's the industry giving you uh okay, we need that. Let's let's do a deal, let's get that on our air. This works, this show is something we want to have be a part of us. So sports grid deserves all the props in the world for being the first. They will not be the last. I like that. That sounds like minus four fifty. <laughs> that sounds like I like that. They will not be the difference. All right. So Here's my question. I've been looking around for a sound effect somewhere in this room and I can't find like what I what I want to do. But every time a schedule gets leaked today, I want to like play a siren during the show. Cuz I'm guessing we're going to have to stop like 5 times today during the show because someone's going to leak a schedule. And we're going to go, "Up, oh, here we go." And we got to break down that team schedule. Need a bell. I, 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 I thought I had something. I wanted like a woo sound or something. Like I couldn't. <laughs> I, I, I got in, you, bro. In, I'll just woo. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. In, in radio, we go. have sounders, right? We in like <laughs> one of the things that I want to get is I I I I uh, a dog barking or something. Like you know, I need some deal to tell us that like, hey, by the way, somebody just leaked it because the dolphin schedule leaked and then everyone deleted it. Oh, so, really? Yeah, I saw the Dolphin schedule, and then it turned into like a big deletion thing. Did you see the video that they put out on the duck that Tua threw to Cheetah? Yeah. Supposedly that kid got fired. For showing that video? (laughs) They posted a job for video coordinator for the Miami Dolphins this morning, and everybody's thinking the kid got fired. It was a horrible throw. Like they put a they put up to it under throwing Cheetah by like five yards in a duck. They they threw up. All I saw was Tua's hat. I love this hat. That's all I saw in the video. I didn't even watch everything else. I saw him throw. You see the ball fluttering. You see Cheetah having to slow down under throwing him. No, I just I just saw I saw the hat. I was like, wow. A dolphin bucket lid might be have to add it to the to the uh, arsenal. (laughs) That was sweet. I love that teal. Oh my goodness. Uh, Dolphin Aqua Blue Aqua. That's what it's called. Aqua. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Oh, sound effect. You got one already? Jets will open up their season against the Ravens. Oh, boy. There you go. Jets game one. Where's the game? Uh, At home versus Lamar Jackson in the radio in the Ravens. Just like all Sunday games in week one, it'll be on the 21st anniversary of 9 11. So Ravens minus three and a half. Yeah, that's an L. That's an L. <laughs> yeah, that's an L. With Lamar Jackson coming back healthy, yeah, that's an L. First that's number. A, What's your first yeah. number? 
five. Oh, Ravens minus five. Yeah. Okay. Make them make them see which way they want to go. Did they buy oh, in the Jets or not? Oh, let the books tight. Yeah, give let, that much. Let the pros figure out if they're gonna actually come in and take the five. Do they trust it? Oh wow! So McAfee's saying the word out of the Patriots is either Matt Patricia or Joe Judge will be calling the offensive plays for the for the year for the Patriots. I thought Matt Patricia was a defensive coach. Now, Matt Patricia is an all everything Amherst graduate, disciple of Belichick, who can do everything and nothing at the same time. Oh boy. Patriots offense is stagnant and bad this year. The pitchforks will come for Matt Patricia, but I'm not sure. I'm not sure I want Joe Judge calling the plays either. They're all coming back. You were right. I told you that months ago that they, they, they all come home. They're all coming home. The problem is they don't have an OC unless Belichick's going to be, you know, heavily involved in the play calling. If it's Patricia, my gut tells me that they will be pretty conservative. If it's Joe Judge, I think they may be a little bit more, uh, more trickeration is potentially in play for the Patriots. Joe Judge was a special teams coach, was he not, before he was the head coach? Yeah, he was the head coach of the Giants, right. But he did a lot of stupid Neither shit. Neither guy Giants. ever called plays. Right. But Joe Judge designed the offense with the Giants. But he remember the whole dumb things he would do? Like they, they Joe Judge the ball. designed the offense with the Giants. That's not a really a check mark possible. I would I'm, I'm not debating this point. I'm just saying he had influence with the Giants offense and he did and they called a lot of stupid trick plays with the Giants last year. So I wonder, or, or like last year, yeah, last year. So that's where I think the Patriots would be more inclined to do more trick play type stuff. But with Patricia, it's going to be going on up there. They don't have a guy to call the plays yet. They're going to throw Patricia with the pencil who only called the defensive plays, or they're going to call this guy, Joe judge, let him call the plays after what he just did. Are you serious? This don't make sense. Is a rocket scientist legitimately. That's what he is. He chose not to go and pursue a career in mathematics for rocket science to become a football coach. So he, he can do it. It's not, not the hardest thing in the world, but it is questionable. First time. Yes. It's questionable. But Belichick, I mean, look, they've had a run of OCs. Did he ever call very place? Belichick? Belichick for offense? For offense. Yeah. Back, yeah. Back in the beginning, he had a, he had a pretty big influence on the offense. With, back with in the Brady? I mean, well, did yeah, he always have a guy? First, well, first it was with Bledsoe, but then, then with Brady, and then we they had elevated. That guy that came from Charlie Weiss called plays. Yeah. Well, they, that, that's what I mean. First, they first brought in Weiss. They had Cornell and Weiss. Belichick was heavily involved with Charlie Weiss. That's why when Charlie Weiss became a coach somewhere else, he was a disaster. That's really what people in New England what they say oftentimes is that the reason why the OCs historically didn't do well or the DCs historically didn't do well is because Belichick was the one that dictated game plan across the board. The coaches were more of the delivery, not the calling both offensively and defensively. I thought he was really just defensively. Oh no, he he's been involved with both. I mean, the 2007 offense has been largely contributed to the, to, to Belichick. Like that was his decide. He decided to go ahead and zig when the offense zigs, when the league is zagging, that's bill. Bill is deciding, hey, we're going to draft this. We're going to sign this guy, signing the two tight ends last year, drafting the running backs, you know, drafting Mac Jones. 
those are all Belichick decisions as to how they want to do it. So he sets the game plan pre the OC is there to go ahead and, um, and to call the play during the game. As he got more comfortable with the offensive coordinator, Josh McDaniels started to have more of an offensive feel Brady and Belichick is there Brady and Josh started to call the offense more and Belichick started to be more of a figurehead coach than actually hands-on supposedly he's going to be more hands-on this year with the offense we'll see if it's good or bad I don't know so so Jets there that's interesting news from McAfee breaking that Uh, okay Packers 10 of the 17 games from the Packers are out as I okay. said, this day is going to be messed up. We're going to get, we're going to stop our conversations for this the whole entire show. The Mets are up to nothing, by the way, against the Great. Nationals. Day, day week baseball, week so. two, Green uh, uh, Chicago at Green Bay Sunday night football. Chicago at Green Bay Sunday night football week two. Yeah, week two. Green Bay minus seven and a half. Seven and a half. Week four, Patriots at Green Bay. Patriots at Green Bay. Green Bay minus three. Higher. Five and a half. Okay. Giants at Green Bay in London, however. They're making the Packers go to Green to London? You didn't know that? Yeah. I love it. Whoa. <laughs> Who whose home game is that? They didn't give up a home game at Lambeau, did they? Yes. Uh I don't know. Maybe it was Giants. Yeah, I mean, it was Giants. It's versus. So I don't know who gave it up. It's probably Wow. Say it's, it's Giants gave it up. Um, 13? <laughs> Probably. Jets at Green Bay, week six. The week after the London game? I guess so. There's no buy, I guess, for them after the London game. Wow. Um. Well, that'll depend on the, on that. I mean, because that trip takes a lot of the out of teams. I mean, it's the same number, double digits. I mean, it's got to be fourteen. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Week Although 10, if the Jets are better, it might be lower. Week ten, Dallas at Green Bay. Oh shit! It's a good game. Ten twenty-seven. Sorry. <laughs> um. <laughs> um. Now this is tough because. I mean, it's May. I would I would put it three and a half, but it's yep. probably going to be – it's probably – it could be lower. It could be under the three. If Dallas is good, you know, they play a lot of division games early. See, this is how you got to do it. You got to look at each one. You, you write a number down, then you actually go through each teams. This is a great process. What do you think? More than a field goal? No. Green Bay, Green Bay minus three. That's a perfect number. I mean, you want to take a bet, you just put it on the other side of the three either way. You want to take a bet on Green Bay, put it two and a half. You want to take a bet on Dallas, put it three and a half. Three is the number. Week 11, Tennessee at Green Bay on Thursday night football. Who they got the week before? Dallas. Oh, that's a hard stretch right there. Short week, yep. Um, That number will come a little light. Could be three again. Could be four. Depends on when to where Tennessee is at the moment and who's Correct. quarterback in the who's quarterback in the Titans. So that would be my question on that. I would right. I would at the pregame I'd make it six. Okay, Green Bay, Green Bay minus six on Thursday night, Week Fifteen, L.A. I'm guessing the Rams. It just says L.A., so I'm guessing it's the Rams. 
at Green Bay on Monday Night Football. Wow, huge sir. game! Huge game. That's a great game. That'll be. I mean, that could be for division things and yep. positions in the NFC. Um, what? Four, three. It's a great, great game. I don't know. First blush is three. Green right. Bay, Green Bay minus three. Yeah. Next week. What day is Christmas this year? Do we know? The day of the week? Yeah. So we can look that uh, up. Hold on. Christmas. Christmas okay, is on the, oh, it's a Sunday. Okay. Christmas day, Green Bay at oh, Miami. Oh, man. For all the people that usually get Christmas off in the books that got to work, it's a yep. Sunday. It's a Sunday. Full Christmas slate day. of games. Full slate of games on Christmas Day. Oh, <laughs> reason 1.45 million that I'm glad I'm not working in the book. Everybody got to work on Christmas. Boy, oh boy, that's going to be you and better Christmas have Eve. mobile apps. And Christmas Eve. 24th, oh, Saturday night, Christmas Eve. That's a, that's a tough one, man. When you got kids and stuff and you, you know. And that's, New Year- and that's also New Year's Eve on the 31st on Saturday night. The next week. The next Saturday day, night. Sunday, Sunday, July, 1st, Sunday, January 1st, New Year's Day is also a, a full slate of games. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, because the season's extended. You so got to work both. You got to work. Oh. You got to work Sunday, the 25th and Sunday, the 1st. That ain't going to be good. New Year's Eve. That ain't going to be Saturday, good. Plus Saturday, New Year's Eve and Sunday and, and, and Saturday, Christmas Eve. <laughs> I can tell you right now there's going to be a lot of problems in the books right now all over, not just in Vegas, but especially in Vegas. That week is crazy and it's hard. You got to have grownups. There's a lot of them kids. They just don't show up for work. There's a lot of doing a lot of things. Oh man, that's tough. Um, What's the game? Green Bay at Miami. Oh, damn. And then here you go, Farah. New, New Year's Day, Minnesota at Green Bay. Ooh, let's go, baby. Wow. Is that the last game of the season? Nope. Detroit at Green Bay, week 18. They always play the last week of the season, Detroit and Green Bay. Like every single year, the schedule release. (laughs) Just make sure Detroit plays Green Bay the last week of the season. Every year. Why? You know what I mean? Like, that's Green Bay. It gives the Packers a layup. It gives the Packers a layup. (laughs) I mean, they, they put those division games at the beginning and the end most of the time and sprinkle one or two in the middle. But it's every single year. Think about all the times we've seen the last week of the season. Green Bay's either at Detroit or Detroit is up in Green Bay freezing, losing. Um, Wow, the Minnesota game is interesting. I think that'll be lower than you would expect. Probably five and a half. uh, Five. When you don't know, you just put it five. 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 (laughs) Five. What is it? Five. Um. And then, geez, the last game, Detroit at Green Bay is double digits. That's 11 and a half. But you can't make the last week of the season because you don't know who's playing and who's not. Wow. So with all of these things, by the way, just so you guys know, is that this is unofficial. These are people who are saying it is leaked. So as we saw with the Dolphins schedule, they pulled it back. This is now what's being leaked out by the media at the moment. 10 of the 18 games are now out oh. for the, for the Packers, but we'll see more. I mean, I, I guarantee they want us all to hold our breath and wait till five o'clock Pacific, eight o'clock Eastern. There's no bleeping way 
that happens. So people want it. They're trying to make it into a spectacle, make it into a post, you know, a primetime TV show event. No, <laughs> it won't have, it won't last that long, but you know, some people don't like it. I, I think it's fun simply because people bet it. People bet games today. People bet on win totals today. They don't they make do. championship projections, but people bet it today. Once it comes out, people will be betting it tonight. If they think they have an angle or an edge, they will bet it tonight. Jalen Hurts so, is more so tomorrow. They usually they, they'll bet it tomorrow. Okay, they'll wait. They'll, they'll digest the schedule and all this stuff, and then you know you go into work Friday after the schedule release, and some person is at one of your books as soon as you open dolphin season win over for the limit and you're like what uh who is this like what are you talking about patriot season win under just picked a random team p roll i wasn't trying to pick on you i just that's just that's fine you know steelers season win under whatever and you're like oh here we go what are we doing because there's like one or two guys that'll look at this tonight everybody gets in tomorrow and goes through it and adjusts and like just be one of those assignments with all these things going on on the weekend between all the game sixes tonight, possible game sevens, be going over and doing the lines. I used to take the whole schedule, take it home for the weekend, they make numbers for every game, and then we go in and debate it next week, and we put the games up for the entire season next week. Hold on. You can go ahead and bet that the uh, – Vikings don't make the playoffs because Kirk Cousins sucks. So. <laughs> <laughs> You're already doing that? Oh, my. Dude, I, I said it five years ago when he got the job. I'm like, Kirk Cousins is not. <laughs> it's Alert. Not, that's Alert. the sound effect? What is that? What is that? Alert. Ele- an electric chair? <laughs> Alert. <laughs> Tampa Bay will host the KC Chiefs on Sunday Night Football in week four. Oh, Tampa Bay hosts the Chiefs. Do we like my sound effect? No. Oh my God, no! <laughs> like a taser. I don't know. No. See now, Ferry said no, so now he's going to use it. Oh, man. I have to tell him yes. We love it. Ask the brigade what they think. <laughs> Please tell Matt the truth when you talk to him. Um, Tampa Bay small favorite. Kansas City favorite. How about this one? That work? It's better. It's slightly better. That's so number, fun. Number two minus one twenty over for number one sound. There you go. All right. See, isn't this fun? This is a baby Yoda speaker. Madeline got me this from, from, from my class. It's great. Look, it's, it's a Grogu. It's a Grogu speaker. It, it, it's a it's a Bluetooth Grogu speaker. Pay, pay attention, kids. It. This is how you make it to TV. That's it. We're on Sports Grid. How about that? <laughs> oh, this is how. This, this is the way we do this. We just have fun and and, and do dumb stuff like this, and, and, and to have a schedule. The, the schedule release. So you think you you think the Bucks are favored? In week you're four, you're gonna make Brady a home dog. I don't know. Pick them. Let the betters tell you. Yeah, I, I would. I mean, Mahomes is I mean, two the books and three. Are gonna be okay. Need to need the Bucks in that spot. In the regular season, Mahomes is two and one against Brady. He's zero and two in the postseason. Yeah. Um. 
I don't know. That's a great. I mean, you could put one and a half either way. I don't think you put three either way. I I just put a pick. You bet it. Go ahead. Let him bet Casey. Yeah, up. I. That's fine. Yeah. Tampa uh, hey, horse, win, right? Hey, horse guy. Horse guy. Horse guy. <laughs> <laughs> we have breaking news. Oh, Rich Strike will not run the Preakness. Oh. Jeez, thank goodness. <laughs> a one and done. What a walk-off. I hit the try. The guy's 80 to one. He don't run the preakness. That's great. One and done. Owner Rick Dawson. We're going to stay with our plan. What's best for Richie and what's best for the group and pass on the preakness and point towards the Belmont. Ooh. So they're not, they're not running the preakness. Cash. No. Will there be a triple crown yep. winner? No. Again. No triple crown. Yep. One of the best bets you can make, I think, in horse racing every year. Because it happens so infrequently, and the odds are, you know, you got to lay like sometimes eight to one, but you put up 800, you get back 900 in a month. That's a pretty good return. Not surprised. Not a pressure's off. I don't have to pick him. Thank goodness. When do they co- when would they cash that ticket? After the Belmont? Um, they, after, after the, the Preakness. Preakness. After the Preakness. After so officially general. wait. Until because I mean, like he could say right, it now. Last second comes in, and then right, right, right. you know he got in the race the day before. Right. So, I mean, if somebody comes with a bag of money or something and says he just run the race, he might, you know. So you got to wait till after the Preakness is running. It's officially not him winning. Raid that ticket, boom, pay the people. Interesting stuff. Interesting stuff. Okay. Uh, so, no so what do you have up right now? You have like NFL.com. What do you have up that you're getting these alerts? Or just Twitter. Oh, okay. I have right. TweetDeck. I've got okay. every both my accounts going at once on TweetDeck. Our okay. Boston versus the book, and I've got at Sports Talk Matt. Okay. So between between the two accounts, I'm following about 4,000 people, probably. Somewhere in that range. 3,000 okay. accounts. So, I mean, so you can see these schedule releases as they come. Yeah. So as as these things leak out, as these things come out, we can we can stop and do some breaking news. Which, by the way, Kay Adams announced this morning that she's leaving. Good morning, football. Oh, you know how much that sucks. That huh. stinks. I am a monster. She's my favorite, one of my favorite personalities in all of media. Really? Yeah, I don't know where she's going. She just tweeted it out that tomorrow's her final. Good morning, football. I was like, wait, what? Like that's a huge loss. Huh. Be very well, curious who they who they stick in that chair. Most likely, it's going to be Rachel Bonetta, would be my guess. Who they'll stick oh, in that chair? Okay. So, and maybe that was the plan all along when they went and hired Rachel after she left Fox, and she left that. So maybe there be more. There might be more gambling talk on Good Morning Football. But mm. that show and that chemistry—they lost. They've lost two big, big pieces to that show in the last six months. Right. So that stinks. That was a really good show. For, that was a real during the I mean, last two years. That, that show has been phenomenal. During the pandemic, that show was phenomenal. Got me through some mornings. Nice. I've never so, watched. You've never seen Good Morning Football? No. Really? No. Do you know who Kay Adams is? I know just because I know who she is by visual. Right. Never seen her do a show. Wow. Her and yeah. Burleson were Nate Burleson was phenomenal on that show. And then he went to CBS to do the morning show and do the, you know, take, take the sport, be the sports guy on, on the morning television show for CBS. Right. right. Um, but Kay now off that show, Nate Burleson off that show. Mm, that's kind of, that's kind of a bummer. It's too huh. bad that that's, that that's what happened. Well, I, I, I'm shocked. You say you never, you never seen that show. 
wow, I figured you would have won. You would've, it's up your alley. It's totally up your alley. Yeah. For shills. All right. Three NHL favorites won and covered the puck line last night, Dave. Easy. Easy. We start in our, our pick service. Just bet favorites on the puck line. Home favorites. Puck line. Boom, boom, boom. Cash tickets. Plus 110. Plus 120. Plus 130. Walk to the window. Easy peasy. Certainly don't have to lay the money line with the favorites. Just play the puck line. Use Again, it used to be a, a, an absolute go against. Take a goal and a half all the time. Ain't doing that. No more. This is just. How about, how about this? So Matt Jacob at Matt R. Jacob, our, our writer from props.com, put this out this morning. Only seven of the 39 contests so far in the postseason for the NHL have been one goal games. The over seven is 39, seven of 39. That's unbelievable. The overs are 24, 14 in one overall and 17, five in one over the last 23 games. 30 of the 39 games played so far have had at least six goals combined scored. The Flames and Stars are responsible for five of, of those nine under. games going under six goals. So yeah. everything else, uh, everything else besides Stars and Flames, only four games have had less than six goals being scored in them. Every total should be six and a half. <laughs> Every total should be six and a half. When does somebody go to seven and a half? I haven't seen that yet. Have you? I've only seen sevens. I haven't seen anybody. No, I've never a seen yet. a hockey game seven and a half. No, <laughs> I have not. I mean, in game, in game, right. we've seen it, but never but pre-game. pregame. And you won't see it. It will take some major cojones for a book to go. We're putting up seven and a half under minus 30. Come bet it. Because. Um, you're only going to get the under bets there, which I understand. But at some point as the book, you have to put up some sort of defense. I mean, you keep putting up the same number everybody puts up, six over 20, six and a half flat. Games are getting seven goals like it's nothing. Eight, nine goals. Two games finished 5-3 yesterday. 5-3 is such an odd score. It never falls like on an even number, it, unless it's a two-goal deficit. Well, now guess what? Just told us. Jacob wrote it. They're all going by two goals, so you got to consider that those numbers are coming into play more. Would you bet an under right now in an NHL playoff game that's not Absolutely. the Dallas Stars Calgary Flames? No. <laughs> I wouldn't even bet under that game. I wouldn't bet under even that game. No way. Oh, man. I've been betting under in those games. Those have been good. I bet last night I got crazy. I bet under five and a half, under four and a half. Got the three and a half, and I was like, mm, I almost did it because it was plus 170 under. And I didn't do it. I bet under in the first period. That was good. Uh, and over in the third period. Third period, it's the third period scoring that's doing it. Whether it's pulling a goalie empty netters, multiple empty netters, just more goals, period. There's goals yeah. in the third period. The total's been one and a half because it's always been one and a half. Somebody in a book better make it too. If I was going into work in the book, I'd be like, guys, listen, let's go to seven on these games. Just go to seven. See what happens. So what? We've lost already. Change it up a little. But you probably see a lot of the same numbers. It's going to change though, right? Like you know 
you know this is going to change, right? As we get uh, the next round and things tighten up, it's gonna they're gonna start playing some unders. No, you don't think so? I don't know because if the if the referees keep calling everything, this is true. Forget it. <laughs> like oh, two man advantages, game misconducts, five minute majors. Like these things are going nuts. I mean, it's th- that's why we're seeing scoring like this. Then you count. You, then you put it in with the coaches pulling the goaltender with five minutes to go. True. And you play. You play with an open net. So it's used to be like a really dangerous thing. Like, oh my gosh, the goalie's out. The goalie's out. Now it's like, fuck it. Put them out in five minutes. Go ahead. We don't care. <laughs> like it's, right. oh, if we lose four two, five two, six two, who gives a shit? We lost. It doesn't matter. So the, the coaches don't care about the total. This is true. <laughs> it used to be as soon as an empty net goal was scored, you put the goalie back right in back and in, just conceded. Right? Now yep. oh, I got kicked, I got kicked in the balls. We, right. we lost. I, I mean, did they care? This is like strikeouts, right? Strikeouts used to be embarrassing. Now guys strike out five times in a row. Who gives a shit? No, it's the same thing. Like you, you lost six, two, who cares? The guys What's strike the- out and pimp walk back to the dugout. They walk back <laughs> like they did something. Yeah. Right. I got four uh-huh. pitches this that bad. At least I saw a ball. Right. I mean, it's unbelievable. <laughs> no, it's you the same, but it's the same mentality, the right? It's the same, same mentality. Thing. It's there's no pressure there's no punishment rep. There's no repercussion from having this happen. No. So if I lose three, two or I lose six, two, who the hell cares? That's so so pull the goaltender and leave him out. Just keep on playing six on five, six on five. The only thing that I have seen, I haven't seen a, a ton of, but I'm waiting for when there's an icing and the goaltenders pulled. If coaches have the balls to keep the goaltender with an in, in your own zone face off, keeping the goaltender out that I haven't seen yet. They won't, they keep, they put the goalie back in, then he skates off and they put the skater on. If, if they win the face, if they win the face off, get the puck out of the zone, then they pull. But I want to see a coach having the balls to just say, screw it. Just go ahead and do the face off without, <laughs> without the goalie being there. That will be some serious huevos. If they do that, like that guy's yeah. walking around with a couple of right or just stupid or just being dumb. Well, he don't. But, yeah. But like you right, open up care. the whole argument, the first, Question in a post-game press conference when a goal is scored, when you have a face-off in your own zone, when an empty net will be, why did you do that? And they don't want to answer that question because I could. That's what you should say because we were already down 4-2. It was two and a half minutes left. What's the point? I got to get a skater out there. You know, but they don't want to hear that, so they don't want to answer it, so they won't do it. Well, then you get the betting question. Then that's where you open yourself up. To the nah. question, right? Yeah. Hey, did you know that it was six? Do you know that it was six and a half? Did you have any idea that that was the total? Because it kind of seemed like you were conceding that goal. Will that become part of the questions in a post game? I will tell you right now. The first guy with the balls to ask a betting question in a playoff press conference will have his career fucked so hard we won't see him for two months. They yeah. will. Oh my goodness! If you do that. One, you're suspended. They will take your credential. Two, your job gets absolutely reamed by the public relations, media relations department of the team, and they threaten to pull everyone's credential that works covering the game. They literally will shut you off. That will be the first time somebody asks that question. It will be asked, and who asks it will matter. Like if Darren Rovell asked that question, He's got the platform to defend anything that comes out of it. But if, you know, 24-year-old Timmy 
who's working for the local affiliate on the weekend shift goes in there, works a press conference, asks the question. He will never be heard from again. He'll be in a barrel at the end of Lake Mead, in the bottom of Lake Mead, waiting for the for, for the waters to you know find him. Apparently, there's a couple more in there or something like that. People keep finding these barrels and all this stuff. It's just three terrible. Of them now, yeah, three. Of them um, yeah. I was at the MLB Giants Dodgers game, game four last year in the playoffs, and the Dodgers won to force the game five against the Giants. Mm-hmm. And um, who's the manager of the Dodgers? I can't. Dave Roberts. Dave Roberts is. I get. I have a press credential from MLB Network, so I get to go to the game. I'm in a post game, and I went down. I used to do this back in the day, but I hadn't been in there for a while, so it was cool. I got to see LC from you know uh, MLB Network, and, and people were taking their positions, and I'm just sitting there like I'm going to not ask no questions. I just want to watch, right? And Dave Roberts talking about being the underdog, and it came to my mind, and I was like. Almost said, hey, Dave, just so you know, you ain't been an underdog yet in the game. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, you know, the betting favorite, you've been the betting favorite. Like, do you really think you're the other dog in a series? Are you selling this to the team? Or like, you believe that? And then I just said, you know what? Shut the the fuck up. Don't say nothing and let it go. Because I thought, I'm there for the first time. Oh, you would have been in a barrel in the bottom like me. <laughs> they would have taken you and thrown you Barry. overboard. Yeah, you right. would have been dead. I wouldn't even made it back dead. to Vegas to get in Lake Mead. They'd have put me in Chavez Ravine. <laughs> yeah, it would not and have been good. That would have been really, Who really gave bad. him his credential? You're out. Yes. Everybody's yes. out. You're out of order. Get out of here. Now, you being with MLB Networks probably, probably would save a little bit, but the person that credentialed you would be in deep, deep right. trouble. Right. Like, yeah, we didn't like, that. Why did you know? Why did you put him in there? Yeah, but it's a great question. Like, hey, by the way, you're not the underdog, so stop saying you're the underdog. Yeah. Make you're going to go to San Francisco no. and be minus 120, by the way. Like, <laughs> you're going to be down the road. road. Yeah, come on. Yeah, and baseball's history and betting and everything else. But, like, yes, yeah, some like Ravel at the, at the press conference asked Aiden Hutchinson about betting. Do you follow betting? Do you follow what's going on? Do you know what's going on? Do you guys follow the line? He goes, no, but I'll say this. I found out I wasn't going number one because of the line movement. I think he was paying, he was paying attention to that. He he knew, he knew where he was going to go. He knew because it became minus four fifty that Walker was going first to Jacksonville. Okay. I'm not going number one. So I think it's all right. Like if they say it, like they yeah. bring it up. I don't know if they can be asked about it. He was asked about it though. He asked, "Do you pay? Do you pay attention to gambling?" He said, "Not during the season, but for this draft thing, yeah, I I, I paid attention to the oh, numbers." Okay. So he, I mean, Ravel asked him. He said, "But like he was, it's a but college kid, him, right? Yeah, he could ask him. It's a college kid. Right. One, he's not in the NFL yet. Just been drafted." So there's no protection. There's no PR person. There's no ramifications from that question at the draft. So you're a bit more loose i guess to ask that type of question in a press conference right but he just he offered it up and said yeah i knew i wasn't going number one because of what happened with the betting market what, what, what right. the line movement was it's like right oh, okay there's an interesting <laughs> that was an interesting <laughs> answer like, all right he was paying attention to that because i i was told by people that that kid was having a good time the night before like he was on the prowl running around he was he was living it up in vegas the night before the draft so and he told why somebody, not well, he was. He told somebody after a couple of too many's, "Hey, I'm not going one." Uh, so, 
I knew the person who talked to him went and bet it after he talked to Hutchinson about him not going number one. Right. It was so already closed, so you're out. No, it wasn't closed offshore, though. Oh, yeah, closed, yeah, yeah, yeah. Closed in Vegas. It wasn't closed offshore, right. so you could go ahead and, 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 get, and get it in. Nice. And, and, and you got it in. All right, Crosby's hurt, Dave. How do you feel? Lose the game last night, blow the lead, and, Crosby, and Crosby's hurt. Yeah, I'm not happy about it at all. I mean, it was in the play, but the hit was high. Okay. okay. And it was, this is playoff hockey. I was there uh, when the Penguins played the Rangers back in the day, and Adam Graves slashed Mario Lemieux's wrist, tried to break his wrist. And he was out a couple games, and Penguins recovered and won the series. But he got, he got eviscerated when he came to Pittsburgh. Adam it's Graves, the champ. I love it. I'm, love I, I listen word. to the show. I, I'm, believe me, I'm using other people's words word. all the time. <laughs> I love that word. Um, but I'm worried, yeah, because Crosby's been the best player in the playoffs. I mean, Getzel's mm-hmm. scoring all the goals, but Crosby's doing it. He's Crosby being Crosby again. And he goes out. Now, in the game, you can see the Penguins. It screws up all the lines. It screws up the power play. You know, he's on the first unit power play. He's on the top line. Him and Getz will be lighting it up. And they got to change it up. And it messes everything below it out. The Rangers come back, win the game. The Rangers are live now. I'm, I, it's, it's, it, I feel like the game six thing is real. Like the Penguins really better win game six because now you get two games back-to-back losing. You don't have Sid to calm. I mean, we already got the first report, right? It's an upper body injury. Whatever that is, right? What the hell is that? Concussion, shoulder. Well, this is the problem. Like he took that shot in an outdoor uh, classic game that kept him mm-hmm. out for the rest of that season. And he had, mm-hmm. you know, long time recovery problems from the concussions. We don't know as, I mean, I I've had a couple concussions. I've had, I had three really bad ones. Each one got worse and they were all playing hockey. Um, and I know, I mean, I probably, I, I, bright lights bother me when I sustain too long, but I don't know what my, oh, wow. I got my own issues. Okay. The Rangers are favored on the road. Look at the number. Right. They're favored on the road in Pittsburgh, down three games to two. Hell yeah, I'm worried. I mean, if you're betting this right now, which you're not, but you might tonight, what are you looking? You look at Rangers, you look at Penguins. I would probably look to the over again. In again, this game. money. I, mean, I was at Madeline was at gymnastics yesterday. So it was two to one. Game was on. Yeah. Go over, start watching Madeline, you know, blah, blah, blah. Come back. It's three, three. I was, li- I, was I was literally gone for five minutes. Two, one, two, one. I, I looked at the guy, the, the dad who was watching it with me. I was like, what the hell just happened? It's like four, four goals in, in four minutes. So like, fast. Four goals in four minutes. He's like, yeah, it was insane. It was just goal, 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 goal. It's like, it was, I, I was like, he's like, what do you have? I was like, I got the Rangers money line. He's like, oh, well, they're tied now. Three, three. You should be okay. <laughs> I was like, what the hell just happened? It's insane. As soon three, as they three. tied it, I was like, ah, I bet the Rangers. 
Like I just, I, it felt like that was it. Like I just it, watching it and not that they were bad goals, but they were just, they were just, you felt that momentum swing. You can feel it in these playoffs so much. And it swung. Uh, Penguins better win game six. Uh, uh. Breaking news. We do know about the New York. We, we do know about the New York Jets. How about how about this suck of a game? The New York Jets will play on Thursday night, December the twenty second, at home against the Jacksonville Jaguars. Boy, it is the only these Thursday games. Sometimes it is the only prime time game the Jets will have on the twenty twenty two schedule, and it's against Jacksonville. Correct on Thursday of Christmas week when everybody's shopping, getting the last second Christmas gifts to get a get together before Christmas Eve in the Meadowlands at MetLife. Yep. Jacksonville at the jets Thursday night football on December 22nd. Be the highest point spread. The jets will be all season. Ooh, three. I actually put it over three. I think. Wow. Thanks. Wow. We don't know about Jacksonville, though. New head coach. New I think culture. they have to, I think they bounce back. I mean, I, I've they been, got a, they've made some good moves. Jacksonville's made some good additions. The Jets have too. So Jets yeah, Jets yeah. are going to be. I mean, some ding dong was actually trying to make the case the Patriots are the worst team in the AFC East. Whoa, the Jets! Have done. I was like, would you okay, call them a like, ding dong? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just want to make sure we use the yes. word eviscerated and then ding dong. And and yes. wonky as well. Is there... Oh yeah. So well, I haven't said that yet. We we're 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 waiting on that. I've been reading wonky. the Herald again. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, did you see not to keep on referencing McAfee, but did you see the head of FanDuel go on and, and, and make it official that if if the McAfee Super Bowl prop had hit, that the company may have been in trouble? They had a fifty million dollar liability on it. That's good. $50 million liability on one bet. And if it, it almost came in and missed by one leg. It's a good sweat. <laughs> good for 50 them. 50 million. 50 Next million. Time we'll help Pat make sure it hits. Right? Yeah. 50. Be fine. I mean, my goodness gracious. That's, that's a hell of a sweat. Listen, I've been in rooms and sweating, you know, seven figures before. Um, and million. won and lost some of them. I mean, like, you know, that, that Patriot Super Bowl. That was a that was a seven that was a seven figure swing by What's not handing the, that if, ball off. If you guys don't have like like that play happens, oh. Marshawn Lynch doesn't get the ball. Oh, Malcolm Butler steps in, picks the ball off. I'm holding my daughter. I'm jumping up and down. I'm I'm going crazy. Oh, but in the room, you guys know because do you have sound on or no sound on? Sound. Oh, you do have sound. Okay. Super Super Bowl sound. Yeah, Super Bowl sound. Well, I'm just curious. Because I'm just wondering. Are. I'm just wondering, like, is it a funeral sound? Like, is it just like no one talks? Like, it's dead silent when you know you lost that much money. Like, the, you lose. The CEO of the company was in there. He's the only one allowed to talk. And he was mother and everybody. <laughs> Every, yeah, yeah. I thought he was going to break. We got this beautiful wall screen TV thing that you can divide up into all these screens. And I thought he was going to break it. I'm like, please don't throw nothing. And then, you know, he's storming around the room. Everybody wants to die for cover. Like nobody wants to be in that room right now. You're just like, Oh my God. Oh my God. What just happened? And then it was like, who's going to be the first one to pretend like they got to go to the bathroom. 
you got to get out of that room. It was me. <laughs> I got it locked in. Oh, like you're, yeah. <laughs> I was like, wow, that's unbelievable. And walked out. What's that? What's that shoot line me in the back? Oh, from, Hor- from Horshack when he says, you're locked in here with me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're locked in here with me. Welcome back, Carter reference. How about that? Uh, yep, there you go. So. Google Kids, it's a great show. Unbelievable. All right, so Celtics, you want to talk about the top. We'll get to it close to the top. <laughs> Had the lead late. Man. Marcus, Marcus Smart driving down one. Don't know why he was the one with the ball in his hands, but not a good it was. Drew Holiday with a hell of a block and a hell of a play to throw the ball off of him. That was Did good. it to him twice. Drew Holiday ate Marcus Smart's lunch in the last minute of that game last night. Celtics down 3-2. Series over? You tell me. Yes. You said it was over before. Yes, it's over. It's over? Yeah, they can win a game seven at home. Don't think they win a game six. They don't? You think think the Bucs are going to close it out at home? Yeah. Oh, man. Championship teams, man. They know how to win. It's one and a half, P-Roll. It's a pick-up game. I know. Don't really agree with it, but I thought Bucks should be minus three, personally. But Celtics going to win. I hope you're right. I, I thought you were right yesterday. You were telling me Celtics, Celtics, Celtics. Uh, they come here, they I'm come here. Like, with five minutes to go. I mean, what kind of it, collapse yeah. is that shit? Well, that's an inexperienced team. That's a team that doesn't so, know how to win in the playoffs. Yeah. So what was the problem? Because I was watching it and I was like, just somebody make a basket. Like they did not know where to go. Did they just miss the shots? Like it was it was frustrating I I, to watch. I, I thought I defensively like stop it. Yeah, I thought defensively was a bigger problem for them. I just I just thought they weren't they weren't locked in. Al Horford's been unbelievable the last two games, or they would have lost both games much worse than they did. So they needed Al to play out of his mind just to keep these games close. But Tatum and Brown just haven't been the guys. They haven't been. I mean, that ball should not be in Marcus Smart's hands. And it was again, both. He times. ain't afraid of nothing, by the way. Nope. That's why he had the ball. But he, he makes he mistakes. literally ain't afraid of nothing. Right. But that's, you know what though? That that's like, that's I bad. like it. I like it. But at some point you got to know where, who you are. Right. I mean, he's the defensive the, player of the year. Correct. Correct. Good call, fair. <laughs> Defensive, not offensive. So why are you? I mean, in like I said before, the reason why he won the award is because his offense has improved so much that people are now paying attention to him and going, "Oh my God, this guy's really good defensively." So like he's always been this good defensively. The offensive shooting threes, being a big part of the offense, that's why he won the award. It's kind of weird why that how that works, but I think that's why he won the award. But man, in the postseason, I want Jason Tatum with the basketball, like. It's it's right. You're gonna play playing hero ball is not what I want from Marcus Smart. Not especially not at the end like that. That was as soon as he missed that, I was like, oh, it's just it was such a deflating thing. I think I think that being a young team is good for the situation. Like right. they can just kind of let it roll and it's another game, and we just gotta go win one game now. We gotta only we got to win two to win a series, but there ain't no series if we don't win the one game. So yep. 
Like this is what I used to, I, I still tell the kids when we go to a tournament, they're always thinking about the ship. We're going to get to the ship. There is no chip. ship if we don't chip. win this game. Chip. It's not chip. It's chip. chip. People in the chat, tell them chip. for game. It's chip. ship with an S, not chip, chip with, with a C. a C. Chip with a C. California Highway Patrol, baby. It's chip. I love that show. <laughs> it was a good Eric show. Estrada, I love that show. Dude, I show. swear, I love that show as a kid. I thought Eric Estrada was the coolest dude ever. He, oh yeah, man, that was glasses my guy. Great. Yeah. Um, yeah. Who was it? Who was the other guy? It was I know Eric Estrada. Who was Haunch. Was it Ponch? I don't know. I was too young, but I remember. I just remember this, the sunglasses. Oh I yeah, I, I, I love the sunglasses. Pretty short was like, Ponch. People was just one of those like oh, people tell us. Eric Estrada and Chips. Google Knight Rider. Knight Rider. Oh my goodness. And Magnum PI. Those were those were the three shows. Magnum PI, the best mustache in the history of television. My goodness. I thought Hawaii was a foreign was like an alien. Oh. (laughs) I was like, couldn't imagine. (laughs) Like there's somebody, there's somewhere in this world. I'm freezing my ass off every day in Boston. There's somewhere in this world where it's 85 every day. Every day. And every, the women look like that every day, all the time. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, "How is this? Why am I here? <laughs> like, why did I get punished? Why am I born in this part of the country?" I used to think that all the time, Ugh. freezing in December, watching Magnum PI, going, "Oh my goodness, what am I doing? It's not fair." Speaking I think the Celtics what- can win, P. Roll. I don't think it's. I don't think it's as, as shoe in as as you do. Um, this will be a big need for the books tomorrow. The books are going to need the Celtics. A lot, yeah. a lot, because how do you recover from that? That's what everybody's going to be talking about today. How do you bet the Celtics after that? Tomorrow. How, do you, how do you bet the Celtics? They don't know how, who to give the ball to at the end of the game. Yeah. Yeah, then you blow, if Boston wins, it's got to be a blowout. They got to be up big. And I don't know if that's possible to do uh, that. Yeah, but I, I, th- I, will. I think the Celtics are not the best team in that series. But, you know, like you said before, you know, there, if everybody wants us to go to Game Seven, it, there's a good chance it will. You know, Scott Foster. Hey, Scott Foster, where the, are you? The, the forces that where, be, I think, is what you. It's in Milwaukee, baby. Where, where's Scott Foster? Hey, do, hey, hey, hey! Someone do me a favor. Get, get Silver on the phone. Scott Foster, <laughs> airplane, Milwaukee, right now, right now. Yep. yep. <laughs> is he? Oh gosh, if he gets the Tony Brothers or Scott Foster is working the game, bet Boston flat out. Bam, bet Boston. That's is actually, it he in Dallas yeah, tonight? Yeah. What? Is he in Dallas tonight? Did he get the assignment in Dallas against? against I don't know. I, I haven't. Game I haven't six. seen yet. Oh. Wherever Scott Foster is, if Scott Foster is working a game six, bet the team that's down. Right. Because we're going to game seven. Right. Especially if it's Chris Paul. <laughs> right. I can't win. Chris, Chris Paul, you have to. Got to move the line. That's that's line moving information right there. If that's oh, boy, uh, boy. if that's the that happens. Yeah. Uh, can you explain what the hell happened to the Warriors last night? No. And how did that game go that south that fast? Because that was like a team that wanted to be anywhere else except on the basketball court against the, against the Memphis Grizzlies last night. I was I was so locked in on hockey, but I turned it on a second quarter and they're down like 17. I was like, wait, what happened? The live watched- line was 42 and a half at one point. I know. That was 40, the- <laughs> 42 and a half live line for the Memphis Grizzlies against the Warriors. I don't think I've ever seen that in basketball. Oh, no. OKC lost a game earlier this season by 60 right. something. So the in game line was 70 
because oh I was like, gosh. that's the highest basketball line I've ever seen. I was thinking, you know, because Alabama plays like Lamar or Sanford right. or something, and they're 63 and a half point favorites, whatever it was. So it was higher. But no, I, I, I've never seen that in a playoff game like that. They just kind of mail it in. They were doing that dance in between, whatever they were doing. Like they resigned to the fact that they were getting blown out. I put the tweet out with the waterfall gif that, you know, here comes all the halftime bets knowing it's dead. It was dead. They were done. They weren't coming I bet, back at a second half. I had pregame four and a half for, right. a, a, you know, my, my normal size bet. On Memphis. I'm spr- Memphis. I'm Memphis. Yeah. I sprinkled five and a half. And then when it got to 15, I was like, I have the tickets again, don't I? So I took it again. Oh, yeah. So I lost two in-game bets at five yep. and a half and yep. 15 and a half yep. going. They've got to cut this into a little bit. Like they just from, just be respectful just to, just to keep the game honest. They've got, nope. <laughs> they were just like, bye. We'll see you in San Fran. We'll see you in San Fran. Bye. Right. No, no effort in the fourth quarter at all. Did not care. Did not want to be there. So now this is what happened in most of the game fives, right? The road team just packed it in. Sixers packed it in. Dallas packed it in. Those two teams play yeah. again tonight. Right. The yep. Warriors are like, now nah, we get, we're up three, two. We'll win the series at home, I guess. Um, I mean, it's, I don't remember it ever really happening like that consistently, but you can see teams, you know, we, we say on, on sports route sometimes, uh, with Dana and Scott, they'll say, raise the white flag. He just, they raised the white flag right away. Okay. But I mean, talking about walking back to the dugout after a strikeout and pimp walking like Connor McGregor, you just, it's okay to lose by 30. Hell with it. We'll be, we'll, we'll be back in game six. They're eight and a half point favorites. In game six. It's like ridiculous. It's all right, let's move quickly through some of these games here yep. tonight. Uh, Philly minus two versus Miami. This is in better to book it, so I'm going to leave it. I'll okay. give you my breakdown later, but what do you make of Philly tonight? Sixers are winning. They're going to be game seven. Sixers are winning at home. Different team at home. I don't know. If, I mean, obviously, they, they can't win at Miami. They haven't. They haven't even been competitive, but they didn't have and beat the first two games. They had them in game five. It didn't help. They're winning tonight. They're big game. I think they win. A lot of steam on Philly. Yeah. A lot of people are on Philly. Yeah. Not to say I'm that big of a fan of that, to be quite honest. Oh, I know. I know. It's going to be be painful. It ain't going to make it easy, but I think they win the game. Suns minus two against the Mavs here. Do they close it out tonight? Our boys at Props Arizona, they did a big podcast last night breaking down the game that you guys can watch on this YouTube channel if you want those guys in the market to tell you what they think about what happens tonight between the Suns and the Mavericks. But where are you on Suns and the Mavs? Selfishly, as a basketball fan, I want to see the Mavericks win because I want to see Ooh. a game seven. Yeah. I don't think they will. I think this oh. game sucks tonight. Really? Low scoring, boring, bad basketball. Not a good game. Suns win by five. Suns win a close one, ugly basketball game. Yep. I think, I mean, Dallas at home, those two games, they made a lot of those shots. They're going to shoot those threes again. They miss and get down. Phoenix is getting the points in a paint. Phoenix is getting alternate scoring from alternate people. Mm-hmm. Maybe they don't because of the defense. But I, I think Phoenix wins a basketball game tonight. I think they I think they I think they advance. First team in the, in uh, in basketball, right? To advance. 
if they win tonight? Yes, because all yeah. the other games are tomorrow. All yep. other games, yeah. Yep. 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 Uh, yeah. Uh, all right. To hockey. Bruins at home against Carolina. The home team has won every single game. Both home teams have won via blowout. Boston staying alive tonight in your mind? Let me guess. You don't think so, Bostonian. I'm not touching this game. In game, I will. Whoever scores first wins the game. Done. That was easy. I was going to say whoever scores first wins the game. You took the words right out of my mouth. Boston wins a the game. There's going to be a game seven. Then they'll probably go get their asses kicked again. And I will lineup. hammer the Hurricanes <laughs> into the game seven. Hammer Don. <laughs> you said it good that time. That was good. That was the best you ever said it right there. That was a good Don. That was perfect. Um, that is that is what I will do if the Hurricanes are playing the Boston the Boston Bruins in Game Seven. Does this go bad quick tonight? If if the Carolina it, Panthers the building flips, first? oh, if they're up three nothing on the, the building, it's going to be real bad on the Bruins. Not good. I mean, These I put I put a heightened Boston crowd though in a in a building like at the Celtics games or at the Bruins game, mm-hmm. top three in the country. I mean, it's it's that game against the Nets when that all that hate and all that visceral. Mm-hmm. I mean, like your backs are against mm-hmm. the wall. This building is going to be beyond electric tonight. I Calgary just took Calgary took some time last night to warm up. Oh. What's going on? And then third period happened, and it was like a damn waterfall. They couldn't do anything about it. Well, when the away team plays a great away game, Dallas mm-hmm. is the Dallas plays the same game every game. It's dump and chase, take the crowd out of the game, hit everybody that moves, try mm-hmm. to stay out of the penalty. But it's perfect. They they I mean they force Calgary to you know, and their goalie's playing so good. Mm. Swayman can't let the first goal in tonight. He cannot let the first goal in tonight. We've got to see a goalie hug at the end of this game, though. Bruins win. (laughs) Give me one more. Give me one one more. Please. So Tampa's up to minus 138. This is part of better to book it. So I'll let you what you think about this. 16-0, Vasilevsky after a loss in the playoffs. Toronto win it today? We're going to a game seven. No, Tampa wins. We got a game seven. Appointment viewing. I'm recording. I'm going to start watching the Bruins game, and then I'm going to record the rest because this will be have all of my attention until something mm-hmm. else happens in one of the other games. I will be watching every second of the Toronto-Tampa game. Every day when we go on with Gabe and Cam, we each pick an assignment. Like, you get this game, you get this game, you get this game. I say, I get the that's Toronto-Tampa game. Now, I know Cam's going to oh, pick it because he's in say, Toronto. He's a, Tor- he's a Toronto guy. It's like you stealing a Bruins game from me. I know, but I, I don't want to miss one second of it. And, you yeah. know, Brigade, if you want to watch one hockey game tonight, you must watch this one because Toronto will exercise so many demons if they win this game and will defeat. I'm pissed off. Oh, no. 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 Oh, no. What? Patriots, Patriots something. Patriots at Miami. Week one. Week one. Ooh. They're, oh. coming, they're coming here for Halloween. That's that's what they're gonna do. All of the fun. Fu- oh. <laughs> I'm so mad. I'm so mad. 
who's it going to be now for the Raiders? Probably in if we're, if we're doing this, we're playing divisional. So Raiders probably will end up playing. Yeah, or that Chief rumor was pretty loud in in April that it was going to be Raiders Chiefs Week One here. Here. Hmm. Yep. Gate was going to be. It's going to be Raiders Chiefs Week 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 One. Wow, man, Boston Herald. And I agree with Mark Daniels. Honestly, Wait, is the Herald or the Globe the good one? Globe's the good one, but Herald for sports is fine. So you believe yeah. it? Yeah. Andrew oh. Callahan, beat writer for the Patriots, reporting it. Sources: Patriots are playing Miami Week One. Dave, <laughs> this is absolute shit. This sucks. This is the one. This is the only game on the entire effing schedule I care about <laughs> being after Halloween. Playing in Miami in September is absolute dog shit. The Miami only retort, wins. the only retort is the Patriots get Miami in December. Right. So they will play in the freezing cold. <laughs> the chat is the best between Comrade and SoCal and Stevie Mac. They said the sound effect should be the dog barking. It should be. I, I, let's see if I, I can No, I, you I, got your own dog barking. We got rid of the dog barking sound effect. I'm just saying. <laughs> the chat. The, the pant. That's terrible. Don't do that one again ever. Please. No, I'm that's, just going through all sound terrific. effects. Please don't do that one again. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Give me that goofy horn again, please. What's wrong with you? Like a little kid. He's 45 years old. Squeezing Grogu. We're on sports screen. <laughs> We're not, not yet. Well, well, welcome to TV. <laughs> that's it. Oh, we're, making, we're making TV. I'm loving this. This is so good. All right, we'll find the siren again. My eyes are watering. This is great. <laughs> Wait, here's a city siren. No, that one sucks. Terrible. No, terrible. I'm, 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 on, I'm on this free site. This is still good. I like this one. <laughs> I like that one. That one works well. That's good. Um, Well, that's Patriots. Miami is horrible. That's so bad. Miami minus two and a half. Damn. I mean, higher. We're three and a half. Mark Dillon's right. Worst case scenario, Patriots visiting Miami early in the year when it's super hot. Uh, That sucks. It's going to be 95 degrees. They better wear their white. Better wear white. Dolphins wear white at home in those situations. They'll be wearing, they'll have to wear the blue. Doesn't the home team wear the solid color and the home team, team wears white? Picks. Home team picks. Dolphins always pull that move. They should so wear the, the question, aqua, but they won't. So the question would be would the Patriots wear red or blue? Uh, I'm guessing which blue. is cooler. No, I'm guessing red. Red is cooler than blue. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. I That's think about all the highlights down there. Most of them are when the Patriots are wearing blue. No. Um, they only wear those red ones at home. Yeah, I know they're bringing back. They're going to wear Pat the Patriot more this year than ever before. Oh, that's good. Yeah, they're going to. I know that that's the plan. It's four games they're going to wear something like that. Wow. So it's the best logo in football. It's good. 
it has to come back. It should be their permanent logo. Flying Elvis sucks. I hate that Flying Elvis. Me too. That's got to go. It's a bad, it's a bad, it, it reminds me of the first championship run for the Patriots when they had the big Flying Elvises on the shoulder pads and they had that like light colored blue and the oversized shirt that looked really just bad. Uh, like, you know, MC Hammer pant type stuff. Not a fan. Not, I love the MC Hammer pants. Oh God. Zumba pants, whatever the hell they were called. Oh, Zumbas. Oh, they were the best. Are you kidding me? I, I find a oh, pair of those today. I've rocked those right oh, now. No. Oh God. Oh, those are great. Wild or the blues. This is also part of better to book it. So I'm not going to give you my take. You have a it. side in this game. Yep. Wow. I can't wait to hear this shit. I have no idea. The game's a coin flip, literally a pick em game. I mean, one book has minus one Oh six minus one Oh four. That's telling you, we don't know. Minus 105, minus 105 at Circa. Nobody even, wow. So DraftKings has minus 115 on the Blues. Small favorite. Wowza. I don't know. Is this another over game? I think I like no. over. No, this I is don't. under? So you like the Wild? No. You like the Blues? Uh, oh, goalie wow. Problems. Goalie problems for Minnesota. Big time. Maybe Marc-Andre Fleury wasn't the answer. Nope. By the way, Cosmo's been officially sold to, to MGM. $1.6 billion. $1.6 billion. They gave all the employees five dimes. God bless those people. Hope they enjoy that. Million. Yeah. $27 million and $1.6 billion? Man, oh, plus, man. Plus the $200 million for the rent. MGM will pay the rent on the on the property. Had a couple great years working there. That was a, just a tremendous place to work. The vibe in that place was awesome. The book, we did so much business. I saw some crazy, crazy things there. Um, you know, met a lot of nice people. Love going back there. We went there for March Badness with the boys mm. and hung out one day. Um Still I gotta say, if, if if you're coming to to Vegas, I've I've I'm a big food guy. The second level of Cosmo, those places, yeah, they've got some really nice, really good undiscovered type restaurants. And I'm not talking about the under, you know, the quote unquote hidden pizza joint that everybody knows about. Like, there's yeah, some really good, pizza. good pizza in there. Yeah, but it's I mean that's just a pizza place. You can just yes. go get slices of pizza for ten dollars each. It's right. very overpriced. <laughs> Yes, very. I mean, but there's some really, I mean, a couple of good sandwich shops in there. Like I like eating at Cosmo. It's one of my favorite, favorite places in town. Oh, there's so, a, uh, I forget the name of an Asian place there. It's phenomenal. Yep. Yep. Um, and then you go place. around the corner to the other side and it's not, um, I don't even know what kind of food it is, but it's different. It's oh, it's all real good. It, there, there's some really good places up there. I'm a big fan. I haven't gotten in there when you come to town. I, it's a big fan. Oilers. Done tonight in Los Angeles. Do you think they force it? Um, it's a tough call. I'm taking the plus money. I, I think the Kings, I think the Kings can win. And I think the Kings could lose and actually win a game seven. I don't think Ooh. this is a shoe in where I picked the Kings before the series. Did you? I didn't know that. Wow. Yeah. I just wow. yeah I'll I'll be I'll be rocking the uh, I'm gonna think I'm gonna go with the purple Kings jersey today okay. um, a little bit later. If 
it wasn't so busy and had so much going on at the house, I would be in LA tonight for this game. I'd be on the road. Let's go. We're going to the playoff game because I think they clinch. I think they win. But game flies over. Another interruption. What is it now? <laughs> Cowboys will end the year against the Commanders in Week 18. At home? Uh, yes. That that's a horrible game in Week 18. That's such a bad game. Yeah, that's a layup. Cowboys, too. Cowboys, Washington. Yuck. Washington will be probably playing for a playoff spot. You think so? The game is going to mean something to Washington, I think. Really? Yeah. You like Washington no. this year? No, I don't, but that's why I think it'll probably mean something. They'll probably be better. Wentz will be again. He'll have to win a game or do something and need help. Who knows? He'll be going for the last wild card spot. Dallas will rest everybody. Do you let the commanders in by not playing everybody. You can already see that narrative. Interesting. Washington wow. will probably be a three-point favorite or some shit because Dallas will be resting everybody. Okay. Interesting. We'll see how that if, if that goes down like that. I would be you like the Oilers or the Kings? I like the Kings to close the series out tonight. Yeah, really? Okay. At home. Yeah. I think I, I think the Kings knock out knock out Edmonton coming up here tonight. All right. Um Real quick one because it's sort of a weird story. It yep. just it, we had our first COVID cancellation for a game last night between Cleveland that. and 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 the White Sox. Well, I mean, we had opening day getting canceled last year, so the fact that it's May twelfth before we got to a, a COVID cancellation is interesting. But it just it's a reminder why I'm still not fully confident coming back to full unit bets because COVID still is still out there, and and so like COVID cases have been rising around it. In the book, though, like I know this is totally unprecedented, but like, what do you think the conversation is? You know, do you just avoid it and say, you know what, just each day by day, or do you have to be concerned about the fact that there could be guys out again as COVID cases rise? We could see players getting scratched last minute. Oh, I, I don't think you're, it's even a factor now. Okay. You just I mean, put the lines Kerr, up. Steve going. Kerr has been out for two games. Yeah. I mean, yeah. We're, I mean, we're seeing it, more, more people being out than, than in, in recent memory. It is. And, and, you know, it, one of the benefits of being on TV with all these guys from all over is that a lot of guys, like my guys in New York, told me their schools are getting it again. Like there's yeah. a lot of cases in the schools, and you know a lot of kids are bringing it home, and the families are going through it. What we did, you know, when yeah. when, when you know one of you gets it in the house, it's almost inevitable that everybody yeah. gets it in the house. So my house, yep. yeah, happened here too. You know, everybody but the oldest got it, and somehow she didn't, but. Um, we all had it. So it's running its course. I think in the book, it's like, you know, it's there, but you're not really thinking about it. It doesn't come into play. Okay. So does it affect the way you would bet anything? I mean, you talked about being a half units or the quarter units, but yeah, yeah. You're not I, it just, it keeps it, me, it doesn't keep me off the game. It keeps me from the money I'm committing. It keeps me what okay. I'm not fully comfortable yet. I thought I would, I thought come Memorial day was when I was gunning and I still may do it. We'll see what ends up happening. It may be July 4th before I'm fully confident and comfortable doing it. It's just, I mean, it happened to the Bruins last game or two, two games ago at home. Right. Charlie McAvoy came out right away before the game. He's out for COVID. It's like, I mean, one of your key players is out. That's a, it didn't, I mean, the Bruins won the game still, but it's, it's significant to me that you could lose players right before the game or Steve Kerr being out. I mean, I know, 
uh, look, a coach isn't the end all be all with the championship team, like the warriors, but I felt like they didn't really care. Like their coach wasn't there. They knew they had a substitute teacher, a guy who was going to be coaching the Kings next year. So like, I just didn't really feel like the warriors cared a lot last night. And you know, I was like, see, this is one reason why I got to be careful with, you know, if these coaches are out. Would that have happened like that? Had Kerr been there? I don't think so. I I think they still have lost the game. I just don't think it goes to the point where there's like, eh, like whatever, we're done. Like, see in San Fran, like it was just mentally they checked out. They knew they were beat. They didn't care. Clay Thompson's body language was horrible. He was barely playing defense. He was like going, you know, three quarter speed the entire time on defense. So, this nah. Okay, time for ask ask the book. This comes from SoCal DJ. Oh boy, so, I noticed so, it's going to be a good question from James. So SoCal DJ DM me last night. This is a great debate. Okay. Okay. He writes, guys, question for Ask the Book. There's no question that John Morant is a superstar player. However, after tonight's thrashing of the Warriors without Jaw and their overall record this year, 21 and 6, without Jaw, what does this say about the Grizzlies team? Are they truly a more complete team without Jaw? Is it possible that Jaw is the wrong superstar slash leader for the Grizzlies? Where are you on this? Because I know how I feel about this. We've talked about this. We talked about it before the series when we were looking at the series. And then even during the series, when it felt like Jaw was maybe trying to do too much. I think they're a really good team, a complete team. They have a lot of guys. They have a lot of dogs like the, you know, you'd like to hear them say. Um, And Jaw is the face. But I think, you know, like not so much in in, in football because the quarterback is in control of everything. But when, when Brady was one of the guys, like the team was better. And I think they got to grow into that role. So I think Jaw and the team could be a very good fit. I think it is a good fit right now. I don't know if it's the best fit, but I really like Jaw as a – Everything I've read and seen as a kid, as a as a guy, seems very responsible. He gets it. I think he's good. I think he can go bad quick where they'll be like, listen, we don't need him. We can trade him and get it even more. I think that could happen. But I think them knowing they can win without him is huge. Like that makes them dangerous. So, I mean – are you pushing to get him back in right now? No, no, absolutely not. I, they are better at every facet of the game without him. And it's just, it's not a knock on him. It's nothing to do with jaw. He's incredible, but he's ball dominant and players stand around. Players don't elevate their game. They are better defensively. They are better offensively. They rebound the basketball better when John Morant is not on the court. Wowza. They just, everyone says, shut up. This is stupid. Don't make this comment. It's a dumb. I'm, I'm a numbers guy on this. They're 21 and six. Right. Okay. They're 21 and six without them. Like this is not a small sample size. This is not two games, five games. This is 27 games and a must-win playoff game. 
that they were home dogs in, by the way. I got the jaw jersey. Don't tell me he's getting traded, please. I, I didn't say he's getting traded. I, I just I just think when in the in the play, when John Morant is not on the court, the Memphis Grizzlies are a better basketball team. So as the coach then, because like, I mean, with the softball and baseball, it's a little bit different. You try to, I mean, it's an individual game played as mm -hmm. a team. Mm -hmm. Basketball is a team game played as individuals sometimes. Mm -hmm. Right. How do you integrate jaw into that his I mean, game doesn't I, translate to the way that they play i mean it doesn't I mean, at all no he's a closer for them right so what happens when john morant's on the floor tie game 95 95 three minutes to go where's the ball well, i mean you remember jordan passed to john paxson but where's the ball for the for, for, where's the ball for the it's business? in john's hands but he Correct. can learn to pass too and make those plays last like night jordan okay but last that. night where was the ball last night where was the ball was all over the place. What do you mean? Ding, 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 ding. It was in the basket. It was in Golden State's basket. They scored all hundred percent. Hundred percent. Ball moves. No one stands around and waits for a Superman to make a play. Right. Ele elevation. Everyone elevates their game. Everyone rebounds the ball. It's team basketball. Team defense. Team offense. With Ja, it's let Superman go jump over the building and dunk it on somebody. Isn't that what Michael Jordan did? No. And John Morant's not even close to Michael Jordan. No, but like you got to learn to grow into that role. Like maybe I, I mean I he's mean, been he's always been ball dominant, right? Right. So that's the problem. He's ball dominant. So when he's not on the floor, the Grizzlies are a better team because they are collecting. It's five fingers versus a fist, right? It's just I. I mean he's it's he's a good he, question. He I think it's a good poke it's, you. I mean he he can he can right. get at you. I mean he's yeah. he's a damn stiff finger. He can hurt you, right? But that. <laughs> coming across hurts more. It's a very good question. Thanks, J-Ma. Um, but I don't know if we have the answer yet. I mean, we better figure it out. They're eight and a half point dogs in game six, and he probably is not going to play. I can't believe that number's that high again. I cannot believe it's over seven. I think Memphis covers. Memphis could win. Could. Could. They legitimately I, I, could win. They I don't could. think they will. But all right, a couple of quick ones here. Our wages.com story of the day coming from the iGaming Next Conference going on right now. Our big boss man is there in New York at the moment. Chris Grove is out there representing American I Affiliate fish. and Props.com. At a panel today, it was reported that DraftKings is a target of acquisition. And could be required by one of the big European operators, i.e. FanDuel. We talked about this yesterday, <laughs> that, this, that this might actually happen. <laughs> Can you ever foresee FanDuel buying DraftKings or a hostile takeover of DraftKings, considering the fact that the stock today hit an all-time low of under $11 a share? I don't know what the hell is going on. Can I, McDonald's I, buy Burger King? Uh, <laughs> I mean, that's what this is. Are you allowed? Like, is it that are you monopoly, completely monopoly? Like that? I don't know. I don't I mean, know. That would, I, I don't know if that would be good. I mean, could it happen? Sure. I mean, we keep talking about it all the time. Everybody's in this business to get sold. And the number comes big enough 
Maybe they'll do it, but man, Jason Roberts don't seem like the type of guy that's going to sell at all. Hostile takeover. Yeah, they got to take him out like kicking Gordon Gecko. It's Gordon Gecko style. That that's just you're just you're going to do Elon Musk to Twitter. Like you're coming in and you're going to buy so much of their stock that you have a controlling interest and you can push everybody out. You can take Jason Robbins out. You can take out the board. You can do whatever you want. And then you take over the company. Will you start taking bets at that point? Who? FanDuel or DraftKings? Whomever buys them. I don't know. They keep, you know, I'm tired of seeing all my timeline about this. They get limited. They get limited. They get limited. Right. Please. Right. You know, not interested in seeing any of that, but. It's what's going on in the business. I don't know. Do you do you think this is like smoke or is there is there actually fire here? I think there's fire. Wow. I just I, I enough people an, enough people bought in when Robert Kraft sold three fourths of his shares when when DraftKings was worth forty five dollars. That was the first time I went. Oh no, because. <laughs> Those guys aren't stupid. The crafts just broke ground on a $225 million project to re- to renovate Gillette stadium. They're paying for it themselves. Okay. $225 million investment for construction costs. No public funds. Too. Yeah. <laughs> just just here's, here's two twenty five. Here's a check. Okay. So when he sells out of DraftKings, Robert Kraft is in new England. Gillette is one of the biggest employers in new England. He owns Gillette <laughs> and they're selling on DraftKings stock. That was the first time when I went, what does he know? What do they know? What have they seen in the books? What do they anticipate is happening? And it's only been a downward spiral since that happened. Wow. He took a loss, by the way. When he when when when, when he sold out. So supposedly that when he sold out, like he bought in, he bought in, I guess not totally. I guess I read that wrong. No, he, some of see, some of the stock he got, he got for over $45, but he sold, I guess most of it he acquired, I think it was like $25. But, okay. Um, wow. But the stock has plummeted. I mean, it was $65 a share six months ago, Dave. <laughs> Stevie Max said it's more like McDonald's buying White Castle. Not, not Ouch. <laughs> So who's burging Caesars? Who's who's burging this analogy? If uh, it was McDonald's, I don't know, man. So they're actually like they're actually talking about this like in today. I mean, when it gets out in conferences like this, when you have all the gaming world people together, right. and you, they're all you there. Start he- you're all in New York, and you start hearing rumors about that. That's why it's like, yep, that's legit. Like people are now like, oh, you better do something. Someone better do something, and. FanDuel is flush at the moment, as we know. Their handle is two fifty million a week in New York alone. So, so this is a bad signal. Like, I mean, when I was in the book, I used to just move a line just to see who was paying attention to see if anybody would, you know, make a play or come in. So right. they put this out at this conference with everybody there to get the buzz. Like, you, you legitimately think there's fire behind the smoke? I do. Wow, I do. I mean, it's going to start. We've been waiting for the cannibalization of the industry to start. And DraftKings being acquired changes the landscape of the entire sports betting world in America. Changes a whole lot of stuff at the top. I mean, that puts me on that uh, BetMGM. Oh, yeah. that, 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 That puts them right up. I think 
individual the race for number two the, the, the race for number two would begin in a big way le, a legit race yep because FanDuel yep. DraftKings had such a head start because of the fantasy yep. all that information and all those databases right. and all that uh, years of marketing and all that stuff now it becomes a race I mean you know and Circa's just coming chucking along chucking along you know like from Vegas now they're expanding you're going to be in Illinois big state That's a big move yeah it's a big state yeah um you know, and, and Benson's great. We had him on the show, and he's as honest as could be and just open on, on Twitter, talking to other states about, listen, we're going to go into states that are beneficial for us. So so these tax rates yeah, change somewhere. I mean, because they went up, up, up to New York's level. If somebody comes in with half of the percentage or whatever at the New York, and now the door's open, man. This is going to be crazy. There's going to be a lot of stuff happening. Did you see the Bet MGM News this morning? No. They are um, the official book of the Houston Astros. So they are entering into the Texas market. So they are anticipating 2023 passage for Texas. This is what happened in New York the year before. They put the advertising on the outfield boards and all this other stuff, and then boom, it was open. Yep. Our guy Texas has Cuban. And Jerry Jones backing legalization in Texas. So you got two big boys. Man, you know how much money's in there, too? Like, we used to have guys from Texas show up at the book. They just come in with big belt buckles and big rolls of cash. I mean, they just used to fire. Oil money. It's all oil money. They're not afraid of nothing. 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 They, they they are yeah. Everything's bigger in Texas in a lot of ways, and bankrolls too. Man. And they will come in with big ones to fly around, and they will. Wow. I mean, Texas. What Texas will be? It's a thirty million person state. It's got two enormous media markets in Dallas and Houston, and a lot of land with a lot of people. <laughs> plus Oklahoma, plus people around the border. I mean, races, college football. Texas UT. has no state income tax, right? They do. No, they have income tax. You sure? I'm pretty sure they do. No, I think oh. I think Texas. I used, is one to, of those I used to live there. Oh. I should know that. Yeah, I think I Texas is one of the states that don't. If they're tax friendly, man, that's going to be a monster. Zero. Monster. It's zero. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. No income tax. One, oh of nine, one of the nine states. Wow. No income tax. Wow. Hmm. So. If, if, you know, that would, if that MGM still DK before football season, I mean, football season ain't that far away. They're still, nobody's taking them over target of acquisition. Not this year. No way. I'd be shocked. Shocked. If they, if their stock goes to $5, (laughs) that's, that's it. Robbins is out. I mean, it's trending that way. If their stock goes, if their stock d- drops a half what it is right now, it's 10, 10 bucks. If it goes to five bucks, yeah, if they, if they, someone's, someone's coming. coming. Yeah. If, if they're not going to, if they're not pulling out of this tailspin in a very, very early mark, like very soon, they've got something that makes people buy back in earnings reports, something changes with the company. They got to change the narrative. The narrative around that company is bad at the moment. Man, they're the second biggest company. You, we do not want. I, I've said it before. We do not want any of these companies to fail. Want them all to succeed, all do well. But 
There's so much like just look at gambling Twitter when 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 the stock prices come out. A lot of people involved in the gambling world bought DraftKings stock. Yeah. Thought thought it was going to go to the moon. Yeah. And they are going to lose their shirt on it. Yeah. A lot of angry people who have 55, 65 dollar shares with this thing at 10 bucks or lower. Mhm. So not not what you want to see by any means. Uh, All right, time for the bet prep prop of the day. Let's go quickly through this. Uh, the prop crazily last yesterday, Bam out of sorry, uh, Al Horford had more assists than both Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown last night. By the way, <laughs> so he, wait, he didn't just go did? over that. Al Horford had more assists than Tatum or Brown last night. How many did Horford end up with? Uh, at last look, he had eight. Al Horford had eight assists last night. He was, yeah, he didn't just go over his kind of magic trick. Was that they set in front of us yesterday? He's playing amazingly. Like he's just, he's doing incredible things. It's just been really cool to watch him play. Uh, What was his total? Three and a half, right? Yep. And we were like, yeah, it was going to be under three and a half. Nobody knows shit. That's unbelievable. Horford wound up uh, with, sorry, six, excuse me, six assists. But more than more than Tatum. Always got to check the numbers with this guy. Chat, keep this P roll honest. He said eight. I, I knew he went everything I, he says. Okay, he went six. over. What, what, what the hell is the difference? with three and a half when it's six or eight? Does it matter? Sound like hockey over. coaches, just like that. Go it over, we lose, we lose. The hell with yes. Okay. Is it a losing ticket or a winning ticket? It's a losing ticket. Move on. Doesn't matter how much you lost by, you lost. Today, over seven and a half rebounds for Bam Adebayo, minus one fifteen. 10 of the last 13 games on the road has gone over this number, averaging 9.8 for the last five after a win and six of the last 21 against a top 10 defense, which is what the Miami, sorry, which is the Philadelphia 76ers have like bam to go over seven and a half boards tonight against a beating company. Not? How is this number? Not nine and a half. <laughs> it's just Especially for the trick. juice. It's just too easy. Minus one fifteen on the juice. Shit. I don't usually say it too much, but I mean, I like this one. I like this over. The number should be nine and a half, in my opinion. And that's just based on what you just told me in my ear and just what I watch on TV. I'm not yep. studying Bam out of bio's rebounds. These rebound props are shooting fish in a barrel most times, but I like over. I do you? Too. Yep. I like over too. Means it's All right. locked up for like four. Time for Better to Book It, brought to you by Fliff. Getfliff.com. All you do is sign up for an account on getfliff.com. If it is legal in your state, they will give you 25 bucks to bet with for free just for signing up. No deposit necessary. Getfliff.com for Fliff. All right. NBA start here. Suns, Mavericks, under 212 and a half. Dallas Dallas game under. At home for Dallas. Betting it or booking it. How's this treated us? It's been my number one bet all year. How's this treated us in the playoffs? It's my last, it's my, this is my last time to ride this under, which has been extremely profitable for me. So overall, 33, 12 and one to the under. In In this year, in Dallas, first game, 218, under by 21. Game game four in Dallas, two fourteen and a half under by two and a half. You're two and zero oh under on this bet. Ride or die. That's what the kids say. Ride or die. That's it. We're riding. Take it. Take it and ride. Bet it. Yeah. 
really hard not to. Really, really hard not to. It ain't that hard. It just, just I mean, my under bet last night for the Celtics was so close. It was right there. Oh, and it, man. And it just went over because of fouls and yeah. poor mistakes and but whatnot. But I was close to getting but that just under. Played a little defense. We'd have won and gone under. And covered. Yep. Yeah, it, it was a good, good number by the books. This is a good, good number by the books. Yeah. Did this will come down right to the to the yes. wire as well? It will. Sixers. Minus two against the Heat. Philadelphia to win tonight. You got a Sixers tonight? Yeah. Play the song, baby. Yes, sir. <laughs> I'm betting Philly tonight. 10 well, are, 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 are you taking it because of a heart or a head? Which one is no, this? Is it a head bet or heart? Okay. This is both. This is the Sixers going to win. It's been a homer series. It's going to be a homer series all the way to the end. Sixers are winning tonight. It's just know it. You just know. I the only one that I don't think is winning these these road games like this to get a series to game seven is Phoenix. I think he's going to beat Dallas. Sixers are winning. Sixers are winning. Minus two. Where do you think this line moves? What do you mean? Game seven? Do do you, no. Do you think it stays two when this game tips off down. tonight? Is it two? It was no one. You think more heat money's coming? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Westgate's at two one. and a half. South points at two oh, and a half. Back up. Good. Okay. Just so you know. All right. It was two and a half and then went to two. I think it's going to bounce. This is this okay. is a good number because yep. you don't have to give them more to get them to take the heat. Mm-hmm. I think the books know they're going to need the Sixers tonight. This would be one of those ones that would be sitting there and letting them bet the heat down the money line. Let them take two. Mm. Anytime we need a bad guy play, just bounce it to two and a half. Get it. Back, Sixers win. Okay, hockey, Tampa money line minus one twenty five is what I bet last night. Got a little CLV on the price of this. Thought about puck line. Not going to get greedy. <laughs> Just going to take the W. Betting and booking it. We don't do it often, but in celebration of us being on Sports Grid and everything else, we got to do a B squared play when we both. Super agree and push all in. Pay that man his money. They say it every day when we do the intro. We're pushing all in. Tampa, what'd you say, 16 and 0 after a loss this Vasilevsky guy is? Yes. In the playoffs. Yep. Yeah. In the playoffs. Well, this is the playoffs, and they lost game five. Don't think about it. It may be get that heart fluttering a little bit tonight. It ain't going to be easy. But hopefully it is. Game six at home. Toronto got to learn how to win. They can go win this series, but they can do it in Toronto game seven. Tampa tonight. B squared play. Bostonian versus the book. All in. There you go. How's that? Final play. Come on. St. Louis Blues at home. Closing out the wild. You're crazy. Money line minus 110. I'm booking this one. Only because I don't know. I can't I can't bet all the plays that you make, and I can't believe you picked this game. All the games you could pick today, you didn't pick the baseball, you didn't pick now, you picked the blues. I'm booking this. Please. You blues have they- won the last two two games. They won game one for nothing. Yeah. I think Flurry's a problem. I think Goldthing's a problem. I don't like the wild on the road. I think St. Louis's crowd's gonna be electric. I think they score first. I think they win the game tonight. I think they end the series. Game's got to go over. 
elimination. Yes, games most go likely. Over. Most likely, but for nothing is for nothing game, in a shutout this, elimination game. You're calling for this, that? No, I'm just saying game one went that way. Where, where I bet the over, thinking it was going to be the over, and should just bet St. Louis. So I'm not going to make the same mistake twice. I do lean over. I lean over in everything and all these games. I lean over, but right. I'm going to take just the the money line and just take the take the W if I can. I'm booking this. I can't. I can't in my right mind take a minus in this game. I just. I can't. I just because I, I don't know. This is the most unknown game of the entire day. I mean, okay. even like Kansas City's playing somebody in baseball. Shit. Like I don't know. Anything going on in that, I feel more confident in that than this. Literally feel like I could flip a coin and get the winner of this one. Dave, you, Dave, you right. should call your dentist, get the inside scoop. <laughs> I should, right? Oh, boy. He's so excited with this thing. Look at this baby Yoda. I kind of like it. I kind of like it. <laughs> you think anybody in Minnesota thinks they want to, they're going to win tonight? There ain't a person in Minnesota. Even Spence thinks would, the Wild are going to lose tonight. I would agree. Chargers travel to the to the 49ers week 10 on November the 13th. You, so you made all the that noise for that? Yeah. You could have <laughs> let that one go, you know? No, I, they're fun. The Chargers, Chargers Niners. 49ers. <laughs> it's a good game. I like that game. Sure, cut good game. Game. I mean, seriously, <laughs> this is unbelievable. Favorite thing about today is what? Well, you 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 put the lead right at the top. The favorite thing, one of them, obviously, is the announcement for the sports grid thing. We've been talking. I've been waiting to tell people. I haven't even told uh, anyone in this house. I've been just waiting oh, to wow. see. This is our first step to, like, you know, brick by brick, you know where we're going. Yep. Yep. But, I mean, I was up early this morning. Uh, I was on MLB with Keith Irizarry, who hopefully we're going to have tomorrow as a guest and stuff. Um, and I – Got a call. Actually, I got a text from my friend. It said, call me. And he's in Pittsburgh. So okay. it just says, call me. And That's scary. Yeah, this is one of those things. Like, he's literally the older brother that I never had. He was cutting my hair since I was eight years old all the way until I left to go to Phoenix. I mean, wow. when I was in Phoenix, I would go home to Pittsburgh. I would go to his barber shop to get my hair cut again. So I nicknamed him the barber. But his name is Moses, his last name. So I call him Moses. And I get the phone call. Or I get the text, call me. So that immediately means stop what you're doing if you get two minutes and call me. I call him. And he goes, he, you know, and I'm excited. I said, Marky Mark, his name's Mark. I said, Marky Mark, what's up? You know, I always get very excited to talk to him. He's just one of those sources of, of joy for me. One of my dear, dearest friends of life. He answers the phone like this. Can I can I call you back? I'm like, is everything okay? He goes, I'm taking a shit in a sheets. I gotta call you back. What? <laughs> I say goodbye. I'll call you. Call me back. You never know where anyone is or what they're doing. But I called my dearest friend and he's in the sheets. He said he and he doesn't shit on the road. He does not go on the road. He's not, he's one of those guys that would literally hold it. Oh God. 10 miles. It's, da- it's dangerous. Yes, I tell him all, he's in his, he's in his early sixties. I tell him, you got to go. You got to go. Like, and he's, I answered the phone. He answers the phone. That's he's in the bathroom and he's afraid to talk because there's somebody in there and he gets still <laughs> embarrassed. 
Like I'm in the bathroom. And I said, so he called me back and I said, listen, of all the things that I could have put on the list of places <laughs> or things that you would be doing when you text me 10 minutes ago, call me, you taking a dump at the sheets <laughs> before Grove City <laughs> would have been, the, it, you would have taken all the money from the Derby. You would have taken everything I would have had. So I said, Mark, please do me a favor. Watch the Bostonian versus the book today with me and P. Ralt because I'm going to tell you, the st- I'm gonna, you're going to be my favorite thing about today. That's oh. how my day started this morning at 7.15 in the morning. I kissed my daughter good morning and sent her downstairs to get breakfast, to get ready for school. And you I got that. the phone call from the shitter at Sheets. Amazing. <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Uh, for me, it's obviously what we've been talking about for most of today. And I, I think what's what's the most fun for, and you and I have talked about this a lot, is that we have people who are now telling other people about the show. And so the organic growth is really fun, but now we get to turn it on to a different audience that we haven't been on before. And we get to do things the sh- the show's not changing, which is a monster thing for Dave and I. Just so you right. guys know that whenever we get approached by people, we say, "Look, you could, you, we'd love to talk to you." Ooh, don't think we, we'd love to talk to you, but we can't have like we're not changing anything. Like this is the show, and take it or leave it. So if That's you don't it. like it, then go find something else. But I mean, Sportsker was like same show, same everything. We just want to re-air it and open you guys up to a different audience, and we were. Yes, took us more time than we thought it was going to take us. Like Dave referenced, a lot of lawyers and emails and conversations and back and forth. It was like, this could have been quick, guys. But now we have a template, at least. So now we kind of know that the next time we do it, it'll be quicker and easier. So again, just to reiterate before we wrap here, Monday, 11 p.m. Pacific time. So 2 a.m. Eastern overnight. Sports Grid every day, Monday through Friday. Following the Pat McAfee show, you guys will be able to rewatch the show. So I know a lot of you guys have told us before that like you listen to the show the next day or on your way home or while you're working, whatever it might be. Same show, no changes. You're just going to get us talking like we do here on TV. Samsung Smart TVs and Roku, the Roku channels for Sports Grid. I've been told those are the two easiest ways of getting it, but there right. are multiple other ways around. They've, they've got a lot of different deals with different uh, HD channels in markets like Washington, D.C., in Philly, in San Francisco. So yep. take a look at sportsgrid.com. Take a look at where they can, where you can find the show. Uh, and then definitely tell us what you think. Again, it's this show. It's this exact same thing. There's no mm-hmm. difference. It's just it's going to be on TV. So the first of many big announcements for this show over the next couple of months, but we're very, very excited about doing that. So unfortunately, no other NFL news I can tell you about, but tomorrow we will break (laughs) it all down. We will go through. Here's what I want from the brigade. Okay. Before we come on the air tomorrow, I want you guys to DM me at Boston versus the book. Tell me what team what schedule you want Dave and I to go through and break down from a point bet perspective tomorrow? Oh, so we'll okay. see. We'll see. We'll see what the brigade who votes for what team, the teams that get the most love, the teams nice. that get the most DMS will grab their schedule. Cause we're not doing 32 damn schedules tomorrow for 18 games. Not tomorrow. 
we no, might have the summer where we kind of look at this day and we do this yeah. game or we, right. this what we can do tomorrow. We'll do the top two or three full yeah. schedules. Yeah. We'll go through them, run it, make some Absolutely. lines. Yeah. So when the most popular teams with you guys in the brigade, we will make that play. So DM at Boston versus the book, what team, Love what it. schedule you want us to like, wait for the schedule release. Obviously wait till eight o'clock Eastern until the schedules come out. Then you can go ahead and DM and say, Hey, that schedule for the Vikings looks pretty interesting. What do you guys think about that? So it could be your favorite team, but did it also might be the team. Did you just the Vikings because Farah? Did you just do no, that? I just, just, I just said it's the Vikings. Just you know, I'm just hypothetically saying if you like that schedule, you may like to break it down. <laughs> so we'll do that all tomorrow. All it's, right. it's, 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 his, it's his hate for Minnesota. Nobody knows. It's where, unbelievable. Nobody knows it's where it comes from. Man. I am on the I am on the Blues tonight. So <laughs> it's unreal. Yeah, let's see what happens. Go St. Louis. He's Dave. I'm Matt. We're back tomorrow for the Friday edition of the Bostonian versus the book.